0: from the cyber hub bunker in studio you're tuning in to the cyber hub podcast and now for your host and CISO, james azar good morning security gang happy thursday february 23rd 2023 packed show for all y'all as we wrap up a very very busy week for many security practitioners on a whole slew of challenges that we experience daily in the craft of practicing cybersecurity, including critical vulnerabilities that require patching, including data breaches that just make you go, oh, and new attack vectors that we constantly have to deal with. So stay tuned to Packed Show this morning. Good morning, to everyone tuning in. We are live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. 9 a.m. Eastern is when the show is live. You can also find us on your favorite podcast a listening platform, um, Apple google spotify you name it we're there uh go check out the cyberhub podcast there um some really cool content also our youtube channel at cyberhub podcast you can find all the latest and greatest there as well happy thursday to ryan matt chris and everyone else who's tuning in and commenting i really appreciate y'all for being here with us this morning let's go ahead and uh start off the show with a traditional uh uh tradition that we do here on the show a a sip of coffee or whatever morning beverage or afternoon beverage since i know our our audience is global that you enjoy because it's five o'clock somewhere at this point coffee cup cheers y'all and our morning kicks off with a dod email server that was hosted in the azure cloud that had no password protection for at least two weeks exposing JSOC's um entire email so uh yeah email chains including SF-86s, which are questionnaires that you have to fill out as part of a security clearance uh, uh, um, process. The DOD's email server, which was hosted on the Azure Government Cloud Service, was found wide open to the Internet by a researcher. According to TechCrunch, the researcher spotted the email server containing internal U.S. military messages, some with sensitive personnel information. The server belonged to U.S. uh, SOCOM, essentially U.S. Special Operations Command, um that email server was uh without a password exposed for two weeks um socom says that no one hacked special operations commands information system well you didn't need to hack it if it didn't have a password you just needed to access it the question is do you have a log of everyone who accessed it um again i love it when non-cyber reporters get access to people to ask them questions and the questions they ask and the answers they get are just you know uh, uh not effective the question here. Uh, uh socom is Did how many people accessed the server in two weeks period then we can have a conversation so not good news fbi's uh, uh field office hacked now dod uh, does this uh just so many mistakes on this end of the uh, of, of the ball field where you really have not a lot of room for error Criminals are using fake chat GBT apps to push windows and Android malware. The criminals who obviously we've all known if you're a practitioner at some point, chat GBT was going to be used by cyber criminals here. They're not necessarily using it for attacks, but rather they're using it as a vector to gain entrance into your network, meaning they're targeting people that are interested in chat GBT. They're putting up ads on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or anywhere else. Remember that chat does have a paid tier chat plus that's $20 a month and doesn't have any availability restrictions for people who really do want to play around and develop on the chat GBT bot uh, AI engine, right? So the move created conditions for threat actors to take advantage of the popularity by promising uninterrupted and free of charge access to premium GPT. Again, if it's too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. What they were doing is putting up ads on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh you name it um and and obviously google um taking people and redirecting them to uh, sites where they were allegedly downloading a desktop tool a desktop version of chat jbt at the end they were really downloading the luma stealer and uh that luma stealer was then dropping malware um and they were gaining access to your environment and in some cases they were also taking credit card information and, and a whole slew of other things so um a good piece and, and something good to pass along to your teams that are in in advanced tech uh, development in your organization just get chat gpt from one place don't look for the free version 20 bucks a month is really not that much apple is warning of three new vulnerabilities that are impacting ios ipad os and mac os The first flaw is a race condition in the crash reporter component, CVE-2023-23520. It could enable a malicious actor to read arbitrary files as a root. The iPhone maker said it's addressed the issue with additional validation. The two other vulnerabilities credited to Trellix researcher Austin Emmett reside in the foundation framework CVE-2023-23530 and 23531 and could be weaponized to achieve code execution. An app may be able to execute arbitrary code out of sandbox or with certain elevated privileges, according to Apple. Um, The medium to high severity have been patched in 16.3 for iOS, 16.3 in iPadOS, and macOS Ventura 13.2 that were all shipped uh, literally a month ago on January 23rd. So these flaws are now out in the open. Cisco also made some patches available to address two high severity vulnerabilities affecting the component of its application-centric infrastructure software-defined networking solution, one of the flaws, CVE 2023 20011, impacts the management interface of the Cisco Application Policy Infrastructure Controller and Cloud Network Controller. The API C is the unified point of automation and management for ACI. The vulnerability can be exploited by a remote, unauthenticated attacker to conduct cross site request forgery and uh, tricking users into clicking on malicious links. The attacker could then conduct activities on the targeted system with privileges on the compromised user. The second, High severity issue with CVE 2023-20089er affects Cisco Nexus 9000 series fabric switches into AC, ACI, ACI mode, and it can be exploited for denial of service attacks. Both of those have been patched. There's no malicious exploitation at the time, but you definitely want to get this on your patch list. What would be a week without talking about Python or PyPy? Wouldn't be. Not on this show anyways. So, researchers are now warning of additional imposter packages mimicking popular libraries available in PyPy. The 41 malicious PyPy packages that have been found to pose as typo squatted variants of legitimate modules such as HTTP, uh, AIO, HTTP request, URL lib, and URL lib3. Um, and they're essentially building on the fact that you're typing it in wrong, you download it, you see it, and so forth. This is very, very common in PyPy, by the way, and why there's a, a huge increase there to get backdoors in the software, number one. Number two, easy targets. There's not much you can do there. It's really on PyPy to take care of that, and that's why you want to have – that's why S bombs are so important in software of materials and what you're using in PyPy. And approved packages and even having someone in your DevSecOps team going and pulling the right packages for people to download with the right links and not leaving it up to individual developers to go into PyPy and get the information. That's something very, very important as well. The Lazarus Group is now using the new Winor DLL64 backdoor to exfiltrate data. Uh, The Lazarus Group is associated with North Korea and the payload, which is dubbed the Winner DLL64 by ESET as a fully featured implant that can exfiltrate, overwrite and delete files, execute PowerShell commands and obtain comprehensive information about the underlying machine. Its other feature, of course, compromise listing active sessions, creating and terminating processes, enumerating drives, and compromising directories. WS Link was first documented by the Slovak firm in uh, October of 2021, describing it as simple yet remarkable. The WS Link payload can be leveraged for uh, later for lateral movement due to its specific interest in network sessions, according to the folks over at ESET. Um, Intrusions leveraging the malware are said to be highly targeted, owing to the fact that only a handful of detections have been observed. Mostly in Central Europe, North America, and the Middle East. He said has elaborated that the malware use of advanced multi layer virtual machine obfuscation to evade detection and resist reverse engineering are all built into this, a very highly strained malware resistant. This includes similarities with the ghost secret samples detailed by McAfee back in 2018, um, which come with a data gathering and implant installation component, both run as a service and mirror uh, the same behavior of WS Link. ESET said the payload was uploaded to VirusTotal Malware Database from South Korea, where some of the victims were located, adding credence to uh, the involvement of Lazarus in this type of malware, and again, uh, being used for espionage, among others. The NSA is sharing guidance on how to secure your home network. The NSA is issuing guidance to remote workers to secure their home networks and defend their devices from attacks. The guide, which was published by the Defense Department Intelligence Agency on Wednesday, includes a long list of recommendations, including a short list of highlights urging teleworkers um, to ensure their devices and softwares are obviously up to date. Now, that's easier said than done. Uh, There's a whole slew of stuff in here, by the way, and the link is in the show notes. You can go and check it out, including uh, listening devices like your Alexa or Google Home, uh, webcams, laptop computers, uh, your wireless access points, external storage and, and all the others. So. All of this here is now readily available. You can go and check it out. And uh, hopefully that'll help increase some sort of resiliency and security attention for your uh, hybrid and remote workers. That's it for our show this Thursday and this week. We'll be back on Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern live on your favorite social media network. You can catch the podcast on your favorite podcast listening network. Go check out the CISO Talk podcast of the week with Danny Wolf, the, the awesome and magnificent founder and CEO over at audience. First, we had an awesome conversation about selling to CISOs. I expressed my frustration when marketers, she told me, you should understand where we come from. And so we had a very, very honest and frank dialogue. uh, One of the better episodes we've done uh, on the show. So go and check that out. The CISO Talk podcast is separate from the CyberHop podcast. You can find the episode on our YouTube channel, or if you look up CISO Talk on your uh, favorite podcast listening platform. Thank you all for tuning in. Have a great weekend. Have a great rest of your week. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.